Thank you for contacting Gorgeous Growth Support in our Gorgeous Facebook community, Diana. This is Lucas from Gorgeous. I'm joined by our CEO, Romaine, and one of our customers featured in our case studies, Cody from Shaughnessy. We will do our best to answer your question and support you in the growth of your business. So I had a little bit of fun with the intro. Uh, we have a gorgeous Facebook community. If you're a customer, come join us. Uh, we're not opening it up to non-customers yet, but if you are a customer listening to the podcast, make sure you join. Uh, we have a lot of gorgeons in here. That's how we refer to ourselves internally. So if you have questions, we can bring all of our experience, uh, share it in. And if you do a video like Diana did, we will do a special podcast for you. So here's Diana's question about launching live chat support for October 1st, and then I will share the answers from the community and a little bit from my own experience as well. Hi there, gorgeous community. Diana Carlton here from sunny Las Vegas. All right, so I am reaching out. Hopefully you guys can help me. Um, I was tasked with a project by the company that I work with for launching our live customer support chat by October 1. And I've got to be honest with you guys, I have never done anything like this at all whatsoever. Um, super excited about it, ready to dive in and get started. But I thought I would reach out to all my fellow gorgeous software fans and see if you have any tips, tricks, advice, um, what has gone well for you, what have you struggled with, um, anything, any info that you can share with me about your experience using the live chat support, getting it set up, um, what are some of the pitfalls you've run into, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would be so grateful, so, so very grateful for some dialogue and discussion on this. Um, I hope that you drop some comments down below this video and look forward to connecting with you all. Cheers. All right, Diana, let's help you get a few more of those cha-ching sounds. So first off, like our CEO mentioned, I just, shameless plug, uh, I think it's awesome that Romaine is in our Facebook community answering uh, questions. We're almost 100 people now at Gorgeous uh, Goes Unseen, but I want to make sure more people know about that. But this is what he said. First off, test live chat for a few hours first to estimate the volume. I would even almost go a step further and test it out on a page that you're sending to VIP customers, people who you know will respond really positively because as Romain mentions, the last thing you would want is to launch if you don't have the appropriate staff. So don't start pushing chat campaigns and finally, don't be afraid to turn it off, especially after hours. This will help set expectations that you're not there, and that way your customers aren't wanting 24-hour support all the time if you're not ready to offer it to them, or it just doesn't make sense. The next answer comes from Cody, who actually runs support over at China Sea, who did a case study with us a couple months ago. And I just think it's so amazing that we have customers helping out other customers in our community. So first thing that Cody says is to make sure that the staffing is there, um, but you won't necessarily know how that is until you go live. So just maybe train up everyone in the company or not everyone in the company, but anyone who can jump on and answer questions if you need to, that create their own account and it never hurts to have more people talking to customers. Secondly, use macros, but keep them personalized. Let someone know if they uh, need a new macro so that they can craft it in the brand voice. I think this is really, really important so that it stays 
on brand and reduces your time to get back to customers, but also so it gives your agents or anyone on live chat the freedom to express themselves personally, especially if you're bringing on any sort of seasonal help. Once you identify the common issues or even questions pre-sale that, cust that customers are asking, start having tags associated with those and the macros so you can start to really identify what's working, what's not working, but where you can also make changes as necessary. So if customers are asking a lot of product use questions, incorporate that into the product display page. If they're saying their product arrived later damaged, maybe look into a 3PL. I'll give our friends over at ShipBob a quick shout out for that one because I know that they do deliver packages on time. We chatted about USPS and everything going on there, but their customers are getting their packages out on time. Finally, two more tips from me. One is start close to cash. Start by having the chat on the uh, cart page or checkout page or the product page. Uh, in season two of the podcast, Nick Sharma and I talked about the importance of customer support and how his support agents were actually able to identify a serious problem on the way to checkout. Now, they still lost a little bit of sales, but they were able to identify it because their support team was acting almost like a firefighter. And finally, the last thing that I'll mention is we just opened up view sharing. So if you create a view that you really like for chats, you can share that with other people. Or if you're only assigning a certain team or individual to being on chat support, they can go ahead and do that through the shared view. Romain and I are going to be talking about this on our product webinar, which we move to next week. And if we get 200 people to show up, we are going to be giving out an iPhone. So hope you enjoyed this episode of the e-commerce swipe file. Diana, I had a ton of fun doing this. If you're a customer, always welcome to, to call into our community support. Love creating a podcast around this as we prep for BFCM. And as always, if you like this episode, share it with everyone you know, especially your mother-in-law. Keeps us off, right? Oh, that's right. I don't think you can order. I don't know.